Welcome to the Macworld Podcast, episode 566 for July 26, 2017. I'm your host, Roman Loyola, and welcome to the new video edition of the podcast. We went on a little hiatus to retool things, and now we're offering our podcast in a video format, so Woo-hoo. you can see us as well as hear us, listen to us. So uh, joining me for this podcast are staff writers, Mike Simon. Hello, everyone. And staff writer... Oscar Raimundo. Did you forget my name for a little bit? No, I had a little. (laughs) Hi, everybody. (laughs) I have problems talking, so I have a, yeah. (laughs) All right, so let's get into it. We've got a few topics we'd like to talk about. The first one being a new ad that Apple has released. Mike, can you tell us a little bit about this new ad? Sure. So this new ad was the Twitter buzz yesterday because The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, tweeted out that he was starring in a new movie with Siri. And Twitter just freaked. Yes, everyone kind of thought it was a movie. Thinking Apple was pouring its billions of dollars into a big budget blockbuster with Siri and and Dwayne Johnson. And it turned out quickly that it was just a commercial. (laughs) And, you know, it's it's not a bad one. It's up on Apple.com. And it's a typical Apple-type commercial where it has a storyline and it has a, you know, you, you want to see the whole thing. It has very good production value and it takes uh, Dwayne, the, the rock Johnson through a bunch of things that Siri would do for us in a very condensed way and in a very fantastical way. And, and you know, it, it goes through his, his crazy life and Hollywood and all that stuff. But what it's ultimately trying to show is that Siri is as good as Alexa, Google assistant, maybe Cortana, probably not. Mm-hmm. And you know, it it succeeds in its mission. I'm just not so sure that Siri can do the things that he says that it can do. Have you you? So you guys have watched it. False advertising is that? Well, I don't know saying. if it's false advertising. <laughs> I just don't know. I mean, Siri is, you know, it's it's good. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a good uh, you know AI assistant. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's out of this world. Right. That's, That's what kind I'm of a saying. reference to something that happens yes. there. I don't want to spoil it for a lot of people, but there's a scene in, <laughs> yeah. there's one scene that happens in the ad and I'm kind of like, yeah, that, that won't happen with Siri. Well, so. What's funny is that when The Rock said that it was, he's going to be in a movie with Siri, right. like people thought that it could actually be a reality because we have the emoji movie. So like Siri being totally. sort of like a, a character in a movie is actually sadly not out of like well, the was, bounds of possibility. It was in the, the, the Lego Batman movie. It was right. a credit. She got a credit in there. It said Siri uh, well, her, herself in the credit. Played so Siri as yeah, yeah. Siri. It did. So, so that's funny. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I liked the fact that, I mean, they're really trying to sort of advertise Siri as, a, um, as an always-on yes. assistant, um, which I think it's really smart because, um, you know, it's sort of that's the only thing that, in essence, with always listening Siri, then any Apple device can be an Amazon Echo, right? Right. Um, but the fact that Siri is not that smart at processing the requests sort of limits her and all the devices. Um, but yeah, and I also think that... Um, I think I think it's a smart move for Apple to play up Siri, because right now the landscape is artificial intelligence assistance like everyone's talking about it 
Amazon came out with how many devices in the last two months? The show, the look, the the dot, the TVs. Now they have fire. They have they have full scale televisions. Yeah. Google Assistant is 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 everywhere, and uh, Amazon's also pushing Alexa onto iPhones and Android devices. Mm-hmm. So it is a massive battle that people kind of thought Siri was getting caught up in and getting pushed behind. Yeah. And you know we're kind of poking fun at Siri, but it's still it's still good. Right. It's still you know the original phone assistant and it still works well well it's good but it's not as good it's not as good right and it's but it's interesting to me that apple apple's is advertising juggernaut and so but the problem is is that with these digital assistants they're falling a little bit behind or maybe there's a perception that they're falling behind whether they're really falling behind Mm -hmm. or not i don't know but there's this perception that they're falling behind and that kind of landscape so they need to lean on what they do really well and that's advertising right and so there's sort of this you kind of said false advertising maybe it is a little bit misleading you know because we all think that siri still has a lot of work to do Mm -hmm. to get up to the level as the others uh but yeah but Apple can't fall be can't continue to fall behind or have this perception that it's gonna it is falling behind. So it needs to lean on its advertising yeah. uh, savvy. I, I don't know. I don't know if anyone's buying an Apple device for Siri, and that's kind of what this commercial is showing you. Like, like mm-hmm. listen, like this is a reason. Like you buy an Echo for Alexa, you buy a Google Home for Google Assistant. Maybe you should consider buying an iPhone or an iPad or now the the uh, the uh, HomePod yeah. for yeah, Siri. Right. No, I don't. I'm not sure that's a selling point for Apple. So maybe this is part of a new strategy with HomePod and iOS 11 to kind of push Siri to the forefront and yeah. say this is a selling point for our products. Yeah, I, but I think it's there's nothing more embarrassing than having to ask Siri something in public and like getting it wrong. Yeah, and I think it's like for that you need to sort of know exactly the things that she can do very well mm-hmm. and sort of just stick in that lane. And I'm sure. You know, in the, in the commercial like that, they showcased everything that she can do right. very well. Right. But, but it, it answers right. so fast. Like right. that doesn't happen. <laughs> right, right. And I mean, he had great uh, wireless yeah, and cellular yeah. connection, definitely wherever he was roaming around. So I think that, um, you know, that's also the problem that it's, you know, she's decent. But if you know what to ask mm-hmm. her and what sort of, you know, she can't answer everything. Right. So you sort of need to. It's sort of like a mental exercise. Like, will she be able to tell me this or won't she? And it's like that. It's almost like a learning curve yeah. um, that's kind of hard to to um, do. And I think people are scared of doing that and trying her out and testing her out in public because it's embarrassing sure. if yeah. it doesn't work. And then everyone around you, you know, just sort of sees that like she can't do it. So then people, it's really hard to just sort of jump on board and talk to talk to her. Maybe I'm wrong. You've used iOS 11. Is there text series yes. coming up? So that's Yeah, that's so you can sort of coming. edit yeah. um, your request, yep. but... Um, but yeah, but you can't, you have to ask the question. Uh, oh, you can't type to yes, start. Oh, right. I You can see. only okay. edit it. Okay. Edit the input. Like if she makes like a mistake, yep. um, instead of, you know, Cleopatra, she thinks it's like <laughs> Cheez-Its or whatever it is. Um, you can just correct that. Okay. Uh, video producer, Adam Patrick Murray here. Uh, I have a question. Who at Apple do you think was like, man, you know, who should we, we, we should get, we should get the rock. Who, who do you think the executive at Apple was that had it's that idea? Eddie Q. Yeah, I was going to say, this is Eddie Q yeah. written all over it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does definitely, it's not going to be Rihanna. Right. Because, yeah, did you just, 
ever do you know that story of Rihanna and uh, Eddie Q at the Warriors? Oh, yes. right, right, right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. Rihanna will be The Rock. <laughs> yeah. So. The Rock is the perfect Apple actor. Right. He's That's true. he's not confrontational. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's just perfect. Right. But he's still bald. Yeah. And, and he's still, <laughs> you know, he's still popular right. and he's hot and people people, you know, they he's he's recognizable. Right. 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 He's he's this year's Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> well, my only thing is with all these uh, um, listening assistants and even Amazon and and um, Google is that is there a point where you know you're gonna have a HomePod, you're gonna have an iPod or an iPhone, you're gonna have you know your MacBook has Hey Siri. Mm-hmm. If you say Hey Siri, are all three devices gonna sort of just gonna start? spewing answers or yep. doing things um or will the will there be like a smart assistant aspect to it where they can know sort of you know if the iphone can handle the task better than the home pod right or you know if you want to play music through the home pod as opposed to the iphone that they themselves will be able to figure it out and 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 come yeah. to the best conclusion yeah. i mean that's the right, that would that's, that's the holy the grail here. right yeah sure yeah it, apple posted this ad on youtube and there were a few commenters, I don't know how legit it is, but p- saying that their Siri activated while they were watching mm-hmm. the ad. Right. Because the ad, ad is... That's the that's, that's, that's going, hey Siri, hey right, Siri, right, hey Siri. Right. That's definitely legit. That happens so, with, so with funny. Uh, Amazon yeah. commercials on my Echo right. all the time. Well, that so, happened yeah, sure. with the Burger King commercial, yes. the Google, Google Home, Assistant, right? Like they right. hijacked mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of Google yep. Homes, basically. Yeah. So. And uh, with uh, Google Home, if, if you're in the house and you have a phone and a Google Home, yeah. it's like your phone will say this is being answered on Google Home. So that's starting to be figured out. Yeah. And I, I'm sure Apple will, will have a system where, you know, everything's right. not going to light up at once. Right. The if you're home, it'll and... default to the, to the HomePod right. and, right. you know, vice versa. Yeah. But I wonder if this is a start of a new campaign, a new Siri ad campaign, where it's going to continue through to- the fall. With with um, AirPods and HomePod, and you yeah. know this is the start of a well, know, the ad, multi-year multi spoiler yeah. alert. Yeah, the ad does. He does mention a sequel. Okay, oh, so there you go. Right, <laughs> I didn't. I didn't catch sequel, that. So, it's so funny, and it's possible the sequel could sure. come out during. The I wouldn't iPhone, be surprised if he iPhone event. Yes. I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up at the iPhone yeah. event. And does something. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, well, that's what they said about Drake and Taylor Swift, and that never happened. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you haven't seen the ad yet, you can go to Apple.com and Apple has this huge image of The Rock on its homepage and you can click on it and you can watch the video. You can also go to Apple's uh, YouTube page. We'll put a link in the show notes for that so you can watch the ad for yourself. So the next topic I'd like to talk about is a security uh, flaw that was recently found. Um, It is a vulnerability that was located or found in the Wi-Fi chips of the of iPhones. I believe it's the iPhone 5 and up to now. Mm-hmm. So Apple released a update uh, last week, the iOS 10.3.3 update patches this bug. And Apple was very, Apple actually didn't say anything about this uh, vulnerability but a few security experts came out and announced that you need to you need to apply this patch now uh, because this patch will fix this vulnerability. Now this vulnerability it's called they're calling it broad pwn you know broad p o p w n yeah uh, in reference to the Broadcom right. Wi-Fi chips that the iPhone uses. Uh, 
And so to head a vulnerability, the patch fixes that vulnerability. Apparently what happens is if you're on a Wi-Fi network, some hacker could use this vulnerability to access your iPhone and then, you know, havoc ensues. If, if you're on the same network. If you're on the same network, correct. If you're at Starbucks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so exactly. That's where everything happens. Totally. Yeah. Those Wi-Fi <laughs> hotspots at Starbucks. The hacking center of the world. Yep, exactly. <laughs> So a researcher from Exodus Intelligence found this bug, and he actually was going to do a presentation about it at the Black Hat, Confer- Black Hat Conference mm-hmm. that's coming up, or is actually, I think, going on right now. Uh, so this vulnerability hadn't really been widespread, but you know, after he does this presentation, everyone's going to know about it, right. so everyone needs to apply this patch. Uh, it was actually fixed by Google as well in Android phones. It, it's not right. exclusive to Apple. It was in their, um, I think it was the July security patch a few weeks ago. Yeah. That included that as well. So yeah. it's, it's not just an Apple problem. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's not just an Apple problem, although because it's Apple. Right. It gets all the attention. Know, it gets yeah. all the attention. I even saw it on the mainstream news over the past weekend. Yeah. Right. You know, and I was like, but I didn't hear Mainstream media. Right. It was on the mainstream media. And of course, at the end of their story, they said, yeah, Google released a patch. Right, right, right. Any July. chance you can get an iPhone so, or Apple into a headline. Right. So uh, just to let people know, if you have not installed iOS 10.3.3, you should do so as soon as possible. Um, and you can get uh, instructions on how to install that updater on our website. So, And there's also an article by... Uh, Macworld contributor Glenn Fleischman, he wrote an explanation as to what the vulnerability is, how it was discovered. Uh, He talks to a couple of uh, security experts to Mm -hmm. get their opinions on why it should be patched right away. I wonder why in these instances, Apple and also Google, they don't broadcast to their users. Like, listen, this isn't just a simple bug fix. Yeah. Or or a uh, you know a performance enhancing uh, release. You should do this. Yeah, it's they interesting. They don't, they don't really tell you. Most people don't even know until they see the little you know software the, the settings um, badge. Right. That yeah, they an update available. And I actually, I'll, I'll go step uh, one step further. How come they don't force? I mean, if if it's yeah, that if too, it's sure. that important of an upgrade, well, you know, why not force it uh, over the air? Apple doesn't traditionally force up uh, patches like that. I can't remember if they've ever done it, um, but there's sort of this, you sort of end up having to, I think because one of the reasons why they don't force it is that adoption rate of their patches is so high yeah. that they don't feel like they need to force people to do it in also, the first pe- place. People would flip out if they started forcing right. patches, even if they were for a good reason. Right. <laughs> and then also what happens is Apple always does something that forces you to have to update, like some function won't work anymore right. because you're not running the latest iOS. So there's sort of this, I'll, maybe I'll call it passive forced upgrading going on by Apple there. So yeah, that, that's, traditionally it's not hasn't been their policy to force an upgrade. Uh, in reference to Apple not bringing this up, it's interesting if you read the release notes for this patch, mm-hmm. it's basically one sentence. It doesn't specifically call out the name of the vulnerability right it just says that like something like into the effect of patches a uh security hole or something like that right. in in the chips wi-fi chipset or something and it's like at the bottom of the release notes right so i don't want, i don't 
It's yeah. not really hidden right. if you're reading the release. Right, right. No, I'm not, I'm not implying that they're hiding it. It's just, right. you know, it would be a service to their users. Like, listen, right. this is something that you might want to do. Right. right. And, uh, you know, as far as the release notes, just a quick aside, uh, Android updates, which, you know, only go to Pixel and Nexus devices at first, but on, on their website, they list every single patch that they make and whether it's critical or whether it's you know mm. moderate and it's you know yeah. it's, it's it's interesting to look to see just how many there are every month <laughs> that get patches crazy yeah. well that's it's another dozens. yeah i think that's probably why another reason why this was picked up by the news because Weird. it sort of goes against the story that your iphone is completely secure sure. and nothing can happen yeah. to it and yeah um there's also the argument that if they start telling people everything, then people will start worrying about their phones. And this is a very specific yeah. instance. You know, right. most 99.8% sure. of users will never be affected by this. Right. So, right. yeah. But update anyway. Yes. <laughs> so you can get instructions to update your iOS device on our website. And you can also get, like I said, Glenn Fleischman has an article that talks about the uh, vulnerability in more detail so a deep dive uh, yes deep dive so uh but you know if you're gonna do that now or do it wait till uh, we're done talking here before you go update your <laughs> ios device because we want to talk about iphone 8 pricing yes so so oscar there's been some rumors as to the iphone 8 pricing can you elaborate on that a little bit there's been some rumors about <laughs> iphone 8 wait what time is it is it time for another one here? Uh, yeah. yeah and i think the latest one is i mean as we're getting closer to the release date rumored to be uh, yeah. in september mid-september is that the iphone 8 uh with all its special anniversary features is gonna cost over a thousand dollars, so um, possibly well over a starting point. A starting point yeah. would probably be a thousand dollars, and then if you add, you know, more gigs yeah. and, and and different sizing and all that stuff, it could probably go up to twelve hundred, fifteen hundred dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so obviously, you know, on one side of the equation is people saying that that's that's ridiculous, like the the amount that you're paying for for a smartphone compared to. Um, you know, an Android phone that you can get for, for way cheaper, even than the iPhones are priced now. And then on the other side is people that say that people are going to buy an iPhone regardless of what price right. it is. And you use it every day and it's the most important device that you use. And it's connected to so many parts mm -hmm. of your life that it's actually, a, you know, you spend that on, on so many other things that you don't use every day. So, um, you know, some people are seeing it as an investment. Sure. And the iPhone upgrade program, I think that will be a, will spur people. That's a, you know, that'll cut down the cost considerably because yeah. it's like, it'll be like $50 a month. Exactly. And then in 12 months you can upgrade and not right. have to pay the, the other half right. of it. So it's not so bad, but a $1,200 iPhone or a thousand, I mean, it's crossing a psychological barrier Yeah. that, you know, once it goes past that, the sky's the limit. Right. And, you know, I know Android phones are, you know, we're talking about different worlds here. Sure. But the Galaxy S8 Plus. Yeah. 6.2 inches, edge to edge screen. Yeah. Uh, very tiny bezel, very similar to what the iPhone 8 is going to. Allegedly. Be. Allegedly. <laughs> reportedly. And that starts at, uh, and that starts at, there's only one price, it's 64 gig, it's, it's 850. Yeah. That's a big difference from right. 1,000 or 1,100. I mean, that's even more than an Apple tax. That's, you know, that's a, that's, that's what, 30%? You yeah. know, so I'm, I, We'll see what happens here. I mean, yeah. obviously, obviously, Apple has its faithful. They're going to buy right. it, and I'm I'm sure we're all among them. Yeah. But will it reach you know the levels that the iPhone Seven Plus and the iPhone Seven have reached, fifty million yeah. a quarter, or is it going to be a small percentage? 
and most of the people are going to still buy the iPhone 7 and the iPhone 7 Plus, right. uh, 7S and the iPhone 7S Plus. Yeah. Well, I think the psychological thing that's happening is that, you know, if you're, look, you're in the market for a new iPhone and the iPhone 7S is, you know, around that price, 850 mm-hmm. you're like, well, for $150 more or $5 more a month, that's I it. will get sure. this super fancy one that is only going to come out once every 10 years or whatever. Um, so I think that that's sort of, I think Apple sort of betting on people going that extra right. step this time. And, um, and I mean, I don't know how many people actually buy an iPhone full yeah, price. They don't, anymore, I know they don't. So. I mean, the, the, uh, the average selling price is still like right. five and change or yeah. almost six. So it's, it's high. Yeah. And I mean, Apple for a long time, they've been doing, you know, they want to be a luxury brand, yeah, right? So you've want to sell expensive yeah. No, crap. totally. I mean, to, they, to, they sold a $20,000 watch. Right. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. So I don't think that, you know, if people who can't afford to spend that much money, they'll consider it as, you know, buying a yeah. nice watch or, right. you know, a nice pair of glasses sure. or a Bentley or whatever. Like, <laughs> the luxury brand bit, that that's something that, that. I think there's an issue there with Apple because Apple is the only maker of the iPhone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how many times every year when the iPhone comes out, people are somewhat disappointed sure. because they're like, oh, it only does this now, yeah. you know, when they expect it to do so much more. So Apple needs to do something right to a maintain this idea that they're a luxury brand that's doing super cutting edge stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they also need to have a phone that sells, you know, 80 million units. Sure. And yeah. so they have to do something. And, you know, maybe the, taking that risk of coming out with a premium phone is something that they can afford to do. Yeah, no, right? I, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think it's going to hurt them. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they'll still yeah. sell 75 million in the, in the holiday quarter. No question. I mean, right. yeah, they're going to, they'll, they'll, they'll sell their iPhones. Right. Yeah. But it becomes more of a maintaining their brand. Yep. Then it becomes really filling a, a necessi- necessity yeah. or for right. a certain niche or something like yeah. that. Well, so let's assume that the iPhone starting point is going to be nine nine nine, mm-hmm. um, and there, you know, do you think they would get to that seventy five million if there were no iPhone seven and seven S? If that was sort of the starting entry point for a new iPhone this year was a thousand dollars, or do you think they're sort of banking on the, on the lower priced models to sort of meet, meet those sales expectations? I I mean, as Roman said before, I don't even know how many of the 75 million are seven and seven pluses. Like there's sixes in there. There's, there's iPhone SEs in there as well. So as far as a thousand dollar phone for the masses for holiday gifts, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there's, there's been coverage by some other, uh, websites like, for instance, Jason Snell, who's a contributor here at Macworld, he has his own blog, Six Colors. He's written a piece on his own website about what the main problem that Apple has is getting parts, mm-hmm. is getting a supplier yep. who can give them 80 million <laughs> right, right. parts. In and that's, three months. I yeah. mean, that's, that is insane. And yeah. so, you know, it's can they reach 80, 75, 80 million? Maybe it's it is simply a part of supply right. than yeah. necessarily demand. And there's a school of thought that says the reason why they would price the phone so high is right. to cut down demand for it. Right. So they wouldn't have to have 80 million right. OLED screens and yeah. you know, right. bezel-less uh, wow. frames and things. What a ba- what a good problem to have. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Going to make it more expensive. Yeah, yeah. So, that so, so less people. So less yeah. people buy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. 
So that does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast. I'd like to thank Oscar Raimundo. And I'd like to thank Mike Simon. And I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. For more information on all the topics that we talked about here, go to Macworld.com. Uh, give us your feedback at the Macworld Facebook page. And also on our uh, Twitter, you can get to us at, at Macworld.com. Uh, until next week, thanks for listening and watching. Mm-hmm.